Welcome back to Be A Better Baddie. This is the podcast where women can embrace their true power, increase their confidence, and live their best lives. My name is Quanisha, and I am your host, coach, teacher, and fellow baddie. If you're ready to become the best version of yourself, welcome. It is me and we are back this morning to talk about morning routines. I love routines of all sorts, all types, all kinds, because there's something about, I just feel like when you have a routine, you have it together, you you have an agenda, like you're mission driven. And that in essence is who I am and that's what a baddie is. So today we're talking about morning routines the history of them the difference between them the the ins and outs it's it's all morning routine and i think there's a lot of good stuff in here and hopefully you find something that will spark your morning routine so typically when we hear the word morning routine or see someone's morning routine on TikTok. We've seen the trend of like my five to nine before my nine to five. And it's like four hours of somebody going at it, right? They're waking up, they're chugging their coffee, they're going to a workout class, they're walking their dog. Now they're in the shower, they do a full skincare routine, full hair mask, everything. They eat breakfast and they make it out of the door just to make it to work in time by 9 a.m. Now, what I described, some people see it as aspirational. Some people see it as exhausting, but (laughs) that is something I used to do for most days when I worked outside of my home. I would, I would have a five to nine and I would just go and do it. And honestly, why was I not recording myself earlier? But anyways, there's nothing wrong with that, right? As I said, it's aspirational for some people. For some people, they find it exhausting. There's nothing wrong with it, but it doesn't work for everyone, right? That isn't necessarily the mold for what a morning routine is. And I feel like a lot of people feel like, well, if I'm not doing all of that in my morning routine, then it's just not worth doing. And that's that's false. That's not how you should view a morning routine, right? So how you start your day is so important. Because it sets the tone for the rest of that day. I'm sure at some point, well, I'm sure all of you know what it feels like to just wake up, roll out of bed and immediately immerse yourself into the day. It's not fun because you haven't had time to check in with yourself, do something for yourself or really set yourself up for success. So when I think about the benefits of having a morning routine, like right now, they are endless, right? In addition to having the chance to prepare yourself for the day, you feel more in control of your day, especially if you have a lot of commitments, you can incorporate an energizing activity, lower your stress levels, and overall feel more confident because you've had the time to collect yourself. When you do find a morning routine that works for you and you're able to do it consistently, you'll be able to reap those physical, mental, and emotional benefits after doing it right and I want to emphasize the consistency part your morning routine has to be consistent it's not just oh one day I did this and I'm not going to do it again for six weeks and then I'll pick it back up and hopefully I have a wonderful day 
because I did this. That's not how it works. But whatever you choose to be a part of your morning routine, just make sure it's energizing, aligned with your goals and what you want. And it builds that positive momentum for your day ahead. So before we jump into creating your morning routine, I want to talk about the history of morning routines because what where were morning routines before? And it could be because of my social class growing up or the fact that I didn't really pay attention to the adults in my household, like what they did in the morning. I just don't recall seeing like a, a, a firm delineation between these are my morning activities and now I am off. And it could be because those morning activities were actually get this child out of the house. Morning routines go all the way back to Henry David Thoreau in the 1800s. And he started every morning with a swim and referred to the morning as, quote, the most memorable season of the day. And he said that this is the hour in which we are able to do something that awakens us. And that's, that's, that's so true, right? So you use this time in the morning to really do the thing that makes you feel like you. Um, The quote exactly said something about like, you awaken the thing that has slumbered all day and night. So this is the time you have to kind of energize the part of you that you don't typically get to tap into throughout the day. Um, so this belief has grown in our society with us mirroring what successful people do in the morning and like what habits got some, got them to where they are. We are obsessed as a culture. We are obsessed with morning routines, what people do, what habits they have, because we want to be able to replicate what, what they have. And we want to take all the steps that they have taken and I think it's also in part to capitalism we have to wake up go to work when do we actually get the chance to be us how do we prepare ourselves to fulfill all the other roles that we have to fulfill in life and I think a morning routine really is a nice setup for that I take a few hours in the morning to just if I'm an artist paint draw If I want to record a podcast, do all that in the morning before I have to sell my soul to the man for a paycheck, right? So the first American account of the morning routine is in 1793 from Benjamin Franklin, who took two hours every day, 5 a.m. to 7 a.m. to, and I quote, rinse, wash, and address powerful goodness. I think that means pray, right? After that, he contrives days, contrive days business and take the resolution of the day. The way these are phrased are so weird to think that this, this was normal. And then prosecute the present study and breakfast. So essentially, homeboy woke up. He washed his face. He prayed to God. He planned his day. He set some goals and then he got to it. And then he ate, he ate last. So he did a lot of mental work before he ate. But this sounds very similar to like what our modern morning routine is today. And it is waking up, hygiene, and I'm gonna mention these things later, but waking up, hygiene, showing gratitude, planning your day, 
um, working on a project, setting goals, eating, and then going about your day, right? I briefly mentioned class earlier about my class and the reason why I probably never really seen a um, morning routine or paid attention to it. But a part of my research also led me to morning routines by class. So there was a poll taken by Americans in middle class, low income and rich class. <laughs> that is not a word, but they all have different morning routines and it, it showed through the data. I'm wondering who took these surveys though. And you'll see like through my questions as I talk about like what was revealed in the study. So when asked, do you map out your schedule for the day? Almost half of the rich plan out their day compared to less than a third of those who earn below $75,000. I can imagine most of the super rich and they were, the article referred to them as super rich throughout and super rich being those who make 200k plus I can imagine most of them maybe have really flexible jobs they are probably entrepreneurs they don't have a steady steady firm schedule so they do have to plan out their day they do have the flexibility to plan out their day while those making less than 75k they have a job where they don't have much free time to plan out their day so I don't think that it necessarily correlates to that person's mindset, at least. And you'll you'll see as I'm going throughout the the way. So the way the article tried to paint it was if your class correlates to how you spend your morning routine, and your morning routine is directly correlated to your class in a sense. And I don't think those two are related necessarily. Of those who make less than twenty five k. 18% wake up later than 8 p.m. Six-figure earners are more likely to say they wake up before 6 a.m. So I'm automatically thinking, who makes less than 25K? What, what, are the, what do these people do, right? Minimum wage jobs, maybe um, retired folks, people living off Social Security, disability. So I'm thinking about the type of people that fit this bracket in my head that I know of off the top of my head. So a lot of minimum wage jobs, like let's say I work in McDonald's, right? My shift probably starts at one. They probably don't need a lot of morning workers. Um, Let's say I work overnight. Let's say I don't have a job, but that makes sense. And especially the age of the sur surveyors. If these were predominantly senior citizens who have social security disability, yeah, they don't wake up. They don't wake up before 8 a.m. probably. They they chilling. It depends. I don't know, you know, like I don't have all of the context for the survey, but I thought it was very interesting. Just the questions they asked and how, how the data was laid out. Um, next, more than a tenth of the super wealthy do a full workout in the morning. Middle-class Americans are most likely to skip a morning workout. I don't know what that means. I can't, I can't draw any conclusions from that. And then the last one, the lowest income Americans are more likely to watch TV news while the rich and middle-class prefer to go online. I thought this one was very interesting because I immediately thought of thought about the type of news that these particular groups were consuming. So when you watch the local news, it's about local crimes, the weather, 
in any large scale events, just like national, international, but large scale, mostly national. Also, they're typically quick headlines, right? They tip, they have like what, maybe a minute to a minute and a half to get the story out and they want you to keep watching TV. So it needs to be engaging. They need to get the headlines out. It needs to move fast. When you look at your, well, look at or even read your news online, it gives you the opportunity to pick and choose what you want to look at or what you want to read into. But it also gives you the opportunity to do a deep dive, read into the details, read for understanding. Um, it, it gives you a chance to really dive deeper into the news and you have access to more types of news. Right. So now you can click into different categories. You can go to different websites. You can get different perspectives. So I thought that was very interesting. Do as you please with those observations. So now we're going to talk about creating your morning routine. When you are thinking about creating your morning routine, first thing you need to think about is what you do the night before. What is your night routine? Are you in a bed at a reasonable time? Have you wrapped up everything you need to do that day before you move on into the next day? So yes, this episode's focus is the morning routine, but you need to make sure you're prepared to wake up in the morning and prepare to do all the things you want to do. Some things that I may do include like filling up a huge glass of water and putting it beside my bed because I know when I wake up in the morning, I want to immediately hydrate myself. So I drink my water. Another thing I may do is put my phone on do not disturb because if not, I will have my phone ringing throughout the night. So just little things like that. And I actually did an episode about like sleep hygiene and things you can do to really maximize your sleep. So I will link that in the show notes as well if you never got the chance to listen to that so on to the most important part creating your morning routine (laughs) so i have a framework if you don't know i love a good framework and a good morning routine will nourish your mind your body and your soul and i feel like this is a good baseline for establishing your morning routine Because once you have this foundation, then you can get more elaborate and add in extra things because maybe now you feel like the morning is so important to you. You want to wake up earlier to fit extra things in. It depends. But I think that just really fulfilling those three basic things, mind, body, and soul, one from each category will really set you up. I do have a freebie linked in the show notes that has these plus so many more. So feel free to go download that now as I'm reading them so you can start thinking about things you wanna add to your morning routine as you hear me talk about these. So we're gonna start with mind. And in the mind category, I have reading, journaling, visualization, and making your bed. So I'm just going to kind of describe each of those. So when I think about your mind, obviously, when you wake up, your brain kind of needs a little activating. You can activate your brain through reading. You can have a book beside your bed already. I have a book that I'm reading right now. I forgot the name of it, but it's about just basically leveling up in the workplace. So reading those kinds of books to kickstart your day. 
journaling journaling can look any kind of way you can do a reflection you can do a gratitude journal you can plan out your day make a to-do list you can use the baddie goal grid whatever you want if you're writing something down getting those thoughts out of your head because we wake up with a lot of things in our head too you may have had a dream that you want to write down so journaling is really good visualization this is something that i've started doing recently oh my god like I love it. So it's basically just like the future you, whatever you think future you would be doing, just kind of thinking about that. You can imagine it in your head. You can write it down. Like I um, think about sometimes me doing a live show, me being on a stage, like what am I wearing when I'm on that stage? What kinds of, what kind of audience do I have? How does the stage look? How is it set up? What am I talking about? Like what, what's going on so visualizing the things you want for your future to really i guess help focus you right focus you for the day and then making your bed this 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 i feel like is so common but just making your bed that first thing you do in the morning to check off a item on your checklist we as humans love checklists so making your bed is the first task you've gotten it done and it also kind of closes that chapter of the day i am out of the bed i am closing this chapter the the bed is all nice and neat i will not be getting back into it so that's for the mind i have a lot more in the pdf the morning routine menu so make sure you download it second is body i feel like this one's the easiest to focus on because we put a lot of effort into our bodies or at least i do so waking up when your alarm goes off meaning don't snooze it there's this this calculator that i've used in the past i love it it's called sleepy time it literally will tell you what time you need to go to sleep to have a complete sleep cycle when you wake up so you put in like the time you want to go to sleep and then you're able to say you want to wake up at this time or it'll just tell you these are the times you can wake up based off the times you went to sleep to make sure you have an entire sleep cycle. So the reason I say wake up when the alarm goes off, don't press the snooze button because you're going to put yourself into a new sleep cycle. And when you wake up, because you're not going to, I don't know, you may go to sleep for another 90 minutes. Well, sleep cycle is 90 minutes. But when you wake up, you'll be in the middle of a sleep cycle and you're going to feel groggy. So wake up when the alarm goes off, keep it moving. Secondly, is hygiene, skincare, shower, all the fun things, all the fun things we like to do, right? All the things we buy. So brush your teeth, do your tongue scraping, your mouthwash, your nice little face wash, use it, take a shower, do the body scrub, whatever you need to do in the morning, do it to really set yourself up. Now, mind you, these aren't things you need to do immediately upon waking up because I don't do my full skincare or shower immediately upon waking up but it's something that is done in the morning. Next is exercise. There's so many benefits of exercising in the morning, exercising in general. So I'm not gonna go into too much detail about it, but waking up, moving your body, it doesn't have to be a full sweaty workout either. Just moving your body, moving your body. Because if you tend to work out in the evening time, that's okay as well just move your body in the morning whether it's a walk whether it's just a stretching video just do it next 
move slow. I cannot wake up in the morning and just immediately go, go, go. I move slow. I stay in the bed a little longer. I stretch while I'm in bed, do a little stretchy stretch. I will stay in the bed and do some journaling, drinking my water that's already beside my bed before I get up and really start the day. So you can possibly move slow. Some people this will not work for. Take what you need and use it. Um, Next is get some light. I have this sunlight lamp that she she's a good girl. I've had her for a few years. And when the fall comes and the sun does not <laughs> rise when it's supposed to, I need the light because the light is waking me up. So the way the lamp works is basically it mimics the sun rising. So it'll start like lighting up a couple hours before, but gradually it it brightens up the entire room and it's like a sun rising in your room while you're sleeping. It's beautiful. Um, and then the last thing for body that I have is eat a healthy breakfast. So don't wake up and go eat your cocoa puffs and immediately fill your body with sugar. Let's have some fruit. Let's have some protein, you know, like let's, let's, let's be cute with it. Okay. That's for body. And then finally for soul, I have connect with nature. So I'm privileged enough to have a backyard so I can step outside. If you have a, a an apartment, if you have a balcony or a patio, like open it, step outside, open a window, get, connect with nature, right? If you have a dog, you can take them for a walk or you can take a walk yourself. You can take a walk yourself, but connect with nature, get outside. So I'll do this by just going outside, shoes off, feet to the grass, take a couple of deep breaths, you know, just do my thing. Secondly is praying in the morning. So if you are a spiritual person, if you believe in God, you can pray in the morning. I pray before I go to sleep and when I wake up as well. So praying, showing gratitude, praying for the things that you want. This could also be a part of that visualization. So a lot of these things overlap because anything you do for your mind will nourish your soul in a way. Anything you do for your body is going to nourish your mind and your soul. So a lot of these overlap as well. So don't don't feel like you have to not have any overlap because that that makes things easier okay third is no tech and when i say no tech because we clearly need tech we don't need technology but we we depend on technology a lot i still get on my phone in the morning i will use it to play a podcast recently i've gotten into affirmations actually so i've been playing on a podcast affirmation affirmation podcast (laughs) from it but when I say no tech I mean don't get on TikTok don't check your email don't text back just kind of wait before you connect with the outside world just 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 hold off a little bit just wait they could wait lastly is some type of creative activity so if you whatever that creative activity because most of the time our jobs don't allow us to be super creative. So if you are a creative person and you haven't had the opportunity to sit down and engage in that, do that because that feeds your soul.
So as I said, some of these definitely overlap and I have more on my morning routine menu, which is linked in the show notes for you. But pick and choose what you need to curate the perfect morning routine. Your morning routine should be tailored to your preferences in your schedule. So that means if you only have one hour in the morning, you probably cannot do a lot, right? If you said, I'm going to wake up at seven and I need to be out of the house by eight, you for sure need to handle something from the body section. You need to do your hygiene, etc. You can also do like a little stretching, like a little movement. You can probably fit a little journaling in there, but you can't do too much. So again, tailor it to your preferences in your schedule. The next thing I would say is experiment with different activities to find what resonates with you the most. When you find something that really works for you, you like doing it, it resonates with you. This is where the consistency comes in and you will be able to be consistent over time and then eventually reap those benefits. Well, we've we've done it. We've hit the end of another episode and Thank you all so much for listening to the entire episode. Thank you so much for sharing the podcast with your friends. Thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. So if you are in the market for a new morning routine, you want to revamp your morning routine, do make sure you download the morning routine menu in the show notes. And it's a menu of routine activities that you can mix and match to create that perfect balance for yourself. If you enjoy this podcast, do take a couple of seconds to rate the episode, por favor. I'd really appreciate it. And um, yeah, I'll leave you guys there. So I hope you have a beautiful, positively productive, self-loving day. So bye.